This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey, everyone. An exciting show for you today, bringing on a student of mine who actually just closed a deal. and He's got lots of little wrinkles and twists and turns in this that uh, we thought we should share with the uh, worldwide audience out there. He's gone into great detail in the private Facebook group, uh, but let's uh, let's welcome to the show. How you doing, Paul? Great. How you doing, Michael? I'm doing well. I guess we'd be remiss if we both didn't wish everybody happy Easter. Uh, so yes, happy ahead. Easter. Happy Easter. <laughs> All right. All right. So, so Paul, tell us where you're at. Give a, give the uh, give the audience a taste of who is Paul, where you at, how long you've been in the game, all that good stuff. So my name is Paul Rink. I have been in real estate since 2019. I bought my first deal using equity out of my own home. Okay. Um, I that was. September 2019. Recently, I've just uh, picked up a couple another another deal. Um, I also house hack, um, and this deal that I recently did a cash out refinance on, I just use very many different uh, unique ways to bring in money to help, you know, make this deal work. Very so. cool. Yeah. So real quick, just so people know, so you house hack is one way you go. Uh, do you do you invest? Yes like where you live or are your rentals somewhere else? So all of my rentals are within about 15 minutes of where I live. Maybe yeah, about 15 minutes. That's I'm cool. just outside of Cleveland, Ohio. So okay. it's a pretty favorable rental market and uh, prices aren't outrageous. It's getting harder and harder to make deals, but it's still workable here. Well, let's give the audience a taste because I don't know that market at all. As you know, I, I focus on one. So what were kind of the numbers of the deal you did in September of 19? And then we'll talk about the most recent one. Okay. So September of 19, I used equity out of my home, which I've had for 10 years. So I had plenty of equity. Mm -hmm. um, and I got two houses on one lot, both single family houses, a Ooh, four bedroom, I... one, a four bedroom, two bath and a two bedroom, one bath. I love those. Um, they were both pretty beat up, um, <laughs> but I managed to make them to pretty decent condition and pull some increased rent and pull some pretty good cash flow out of those. Um, actually recently had a nice little mishap and found out I had a busted water line underground. Oh. Um, they're both houses built in the 1900s. So they're giving me more problems than I would have wished for, but yeah. they're still working. So. Yeah, very cool. So I, I have no idea. So first off, you have a home for 10 years, you get an equity line. Uh, I'm guessing just based on how you positioned that in 2019, you probably bought them cash, I'm guessing, or no? Yes, I bought them cash. So I pulled the equity line. I, this is an off-market deal. Someone that I actually, I'm also a veteran. So I, I, I'm i in a VFW group, you know, cool. little, so uh, one of the guys that was in the group, he also is into real estate. Older guy, I wanted to get rid of rental properties. So I picked up these two off of him. Okay. Um, off-market was great. Paid him cash. There you go. No, that's awesome. Okay. So you buy them cash September of 19. Sounds like they needed work. Uh, I first question. I'm just, I just want to break this down. A I'm curious and I want others to know, uh, were they vacant? They were, were they that bad or were they, they had tenants that were just paying under market? Full tenants, um, paying under market. They were 
Uh, actually, I, both, I still have both tenants. Oh, wow. Um, so you remodeled around it. Yes, that is a challenge. And I don't recommend doing that again. I mean, I've tried to buy a bike, house is vacant now. I do not like remodeling around tenants. Yeah, that's, that <laughs> is never fun. <laughs> now, if it's a little bit of work, I think I can do it. But when there's a lot of work that needs to be done, um, tenants get fussy. You know, oh, you're, yeah. in, you're intruding on their personal space. It's tough. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. So just curious, last question on the 19 deal. What were the rents when you bought it? And what are the rents now? Um, they are both at 500 a month um, for both houses. Oh, my God. I've dumped about 15 grand total into the houses. Um, and I'm still putting more and more money into them. But I got them to pretty decent condition. Um, I bumped one up to 600 and the other one up to 550. So I'm still under market by a lot, actually. Yeah, I would so, think so. You said like one, you said, you said one was a four bedroom, right? Yes, these are in like C minus areas, so not the greatest areas. Okay. So, um, what is market in that area? It's got to be eight, nine. Um, for a, a four, for a four two, about nine hundred a month. For a two one, um, six fifty is probably about the highest I could push in that area. Okay. All right. I just I don't know I don't know Cleveland, so thought I'd ask. All right. So let's talk about the deal you just did. What what were the kind of numbers on that deal? So this one I bought. April of 2020. So right when COVID was getting kicked off, mm -hmm. um, I bought it for 21 grand. Wow. It was on the market for, I think, 26,000 and went down to 21. Um, it was, an, it needed a lot of work. Uh, it was empty. It was a foreclosure. Um, I ended up putting 13 grand into it. Um, and my holding costs are about 16 or $1,700. So after all that, I held, I also used private money for this. So I got a private money lender gave me $35,000 at a 12% interest rate. So a little bit high, but I was able to fund the entire deal through private money. All right. So I just want to so, make sure I got the numbers right. So, so A, you bought it for 21,000. It was a foreclosure. Wow. We haven't heard that word in years. Correct. So it was a foreclosure. Okay. Right. Uh, so 13 grand in repairs. And you said how much holding costs? Yep. Uh, just over 1,700 in closing or in holding costs. All right. I'll say two grand because I like even numbers. All right. So you have kind okay. of all, all out about 36, roughly. Uh, you bar you had private money for 35. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, I mean, including private money interest, I'm, I was all in 39,600. So you can say 40 grand yeah, to make it easy. Grand. Yeah. It's easy. My, my, my mind just drops all those other numbers. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, so 40 K. So the, the one thing, so the thing I want to talk about here is, and you highlight this, uh, you basically leverage four different sources of capital to really make this uh, a zero money out of pocket, right? Right. So let's okay. So, so, so let's just summarize. So you're, you, that I... you got thirty six roughly, uh, and you spent forty. You know, my simple mind says you spent four grand, and now you're going to break down how you know you really didn't spend four grand in cash, right? Correct. Awesome. So it. it looks like I spent $4,000 out of pocket, but mm -hmm. realistically, I was able to make this um, zero money out of pocket to actually profit off of this deal. So I, after getting my private money, private lending, I then opened a credit card out through Bank of America for 0% interest for 18 months. Okay. So I'm actually currently still within that period. Um, I ended up getting an $8,000 credit limit and I maxed that limit out on the rehab of the house as much as I could. Mm -hmm. So I have a 0% loan for 18 months through this credit card. Nice. I then took the money that I did not need through my private lender and I put this into 
uh, a lending platform called Celsius Network. It's actually a cryptocurrency lending platform. Okay. Um, and I moved that money into USDC, which is a stable coin tied to the dollar. So it doesn't, it's not volatile like most cryptocurrencies. Okay. Um, which pays me anywhere between this whole entire course so far, 10 and a half to 12 and a half percent interest APY on my money. Wow. So I'm pretty much making what I was getting, you know, paying my private lender off of the money that I really didn't need. Okay. So that way I was, I'm building, you know, I'm making money, pretty much I'm making money to pay back my private lender <laughs> for a portion of that interest that I have to pay out. Right. So let's just summarize that for people that maybe not keeping up. Basically, you got 35 grand from a private lender. You obviously needed 21 at day of closing or maybe 22, right? Closing costs, all of that stuff. But yes. you were given extra and you didn't need all of that extra right away, especially since you got eight grand that went to a credit card, right? So that's that's money. That's right. the money that went into this platform that stable coin or, or whatever you're calling and getting interest on, yes. correct? Okay, all right, I'm keeping up. Yes. Okay. Yep, so... Um... By putting that money over there, which actually I still have, my credit card's nearly maxed out still, which I have that money sitting in this platform, still gaining me interest. So I'm not paying that credit card off until I have to. I mean, why would I? It's a 0% loan. So okay. actually, I think August, I come up to my payment when I can just pull that money out of there mm -hmm. and pay off my credit card in full and never pay a cent in interest. Okay. So on top of that, when I signed up for this credit card, after I spent $1,000, I got a $200 bonus. Mm. So I got a bonus there and opened a Bank of America checking account too, which got me another $100 bonus, mm -hmm. just so it was easy to pay my minimum bill. Cause I still have to pay a minimum bill on this credit card, sure, which is like $60 a month mm -hmm. in order to keep my 0% interest. Of course. Um, so I pulled, you know, bonuses out of, out of opening these, this credit card and checking account. Wow. And it gave me 3% cash back on the category of my choice. So I got 3% cash back from home improvements. So shocking. My entire, <laughs> yeah. So I pulled over $200 more in cash back on just home improvements. Wow. Okay. So you got, so you got a $200 bonus, a hundred dollar bonus, roughly $200 back. So that's $500. Uh, again, that's, that's almost two months of payment on your hard money. Right. Cause again, what is it? $35,000 at 12%. I'm paying about three, 350. Yeah. 350 a month. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I get you. Okay. So actually coming out of it, um, after my entire refinance, which I actually wrapped my closing costs into my cash out refi, I didn't want to pull, I had plenty of equity in the house, this house, this house appraised for $72,000. I was all in for just under 40. So I gained 32 grand of equity in the house, which I realized that I'm not really worried about that because that's, that could change depending yeah. on how the housing market goes. Yep. So, um, but I feel pretty safe. I wanted to keep my number of uh, $200 cash flow per door, yep. which is my personal number, nice. um, which I'm still just over $200 of cash flow. Okay. Um, I can run through that really quick. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm getting $800 of rent for this. For, it's a four bedroom, one bath, but it's a small four bedroom, one bath. Okay. Um, $800 a month. I pay $286.14 for my mortgage taxes insurance now. Is that, a 30, is less, is, is that a 30 year fixed? 30 year fixed at a 3.125. Smart man. Damn. 3.125. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so actually my interest or my mortgage, my uh, taxes and insurance are cheaper than that 12% private lending, just yeah. interest rate I was paying before. Awesome. So I dropped that from 350 down to 286. Nice. Um, 
I do have a property manager for this property. And um, in my area, there's not a lot of a selection for property management. There's pretty much two property managers to go by and they both have a flat rate. Mm -hmm. So I figured I need to mostly find rentals that are going to get me $800 plus monthly rent in order to justify spending $85 a month for private or for property management. Okay. Um, so I pay $85 a month for property management and I'm holding 8% for repairs, 8% for CapEx and 5% for vacancy since it's a complete remodeled house. Nice. Um, and that gives me uh, a $203 a month cash flow. That's awesome. So, you know, a lot of this, a lot of this conversation thus far has been about how you, how you love, I call it the system, right? The financial system, their bonuses, the, uh, all of these things. So um, that's awesome. And, and more people need to realize that you can creatively use these things to help the entire picture, which is, which is awesome, Paul, for doing that. Uh, I want to go back to how you found the deal, right? You're a member of the course and you're doing the work and all of that, because frankly, that's where it all starts, right? All these bonuses and, and interests, all that's cute, but you've got to do the work, right? right. So, so can, can we just remind people what, what that means when I say do the work? What is, what, how does that, what does that mean for Paul? So before I was even part of the private Facebook group at the course, I did the 75 day hard challenge over the summer, actually, after I completed this deal um, and had it rehabbed and rented out. And I realized that, I mean, by doing the work, like I, I was always watching my market every morning, but I wasn't putting the numbers into all the new deals coming up. Even when I realized they weren't deals, I wasn't putting those in, you know, our spreadsheet that we make up to mm -hmm. see what, what the yield on that is actually. And I was realizing quickly after actually doing the 75 day hard challenge and putting every single property pretty much that came out to or onto the market into my spreadsheet, you know, on the focus, the, the area I focused on, which is um, three bedroom, two bath, three bedroom, one bath and four bedroom one or four bedroom one and two bath. So I kind of have more than most people do, but I'm in a smaller market. Yep. So I had, that's my group of what I'm looking at. Yeah. And it pulls about 50 listings on awesome. average in my area. That's awesome. Um, but by doing the work after this and realizing I'm in like a C, C minus area, this, this house is at about a C area. I can move up to like a high C, low B class area, maybe deal with better tenants um, and not pay much more. So I was able to pull different areas. I'm looking now where I wasn't focused on by before, if that's, that makes any sense. No, it does. I mean, that's, <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking at different areas in my areas. Like it's very niche. -y. Yeah, no, that's, and if you don't do the work and you don't track and you don't, what you really do when you do the work and people don't get it until you do it, the market tells you what's going on, right? Yes. And, and you could see the subtleties that you just flat out miss. If you are only doing this on Saturdays, you're going to miss so much, mm -hmm. right? Confidence, belief in yourself only comes when you do the work. When you, again, it's, it's focus. In your case, it's three and four bedrooms, one and two bath in a zip code in an area. That's yeah. awesome, right? You got to go, you got to be, you know, I like 20 to 40. You've been doing this a while. So 50 listings, fine. This do yeah. the work, put it in the spreadsheet. Cause again, over time, it may not happen the first week. It won't happen the second week, but by the third or the fourth or the fifth week, you're like, oh my God, I get it. There's like this light bulb moment that goes on and you can, and yeah. you have confidence to write good offers, right? And yes, to be fair, I mean, even before I bought this last deal, this was a deal listed on the MLS. And uh, 
I probably wrote 30 or 40 offers before this one came through. And I'd say half of them even came with a counter and none of them were a counter worth me going further into. I, I um, People need to hear this. You wrote, let's just call it 40 offers before you got a deal. People, my students only write good or great offers. They know the number, they know the yield. They'll write an offer that's good or great. If they get a counter that sucks, they move on. It's okay. There'll be another deal. Keep doing the work, right? Oh, uh, yeah. And another thing that actually you recently talked about in a video, um, as interest rates were lower than when I even bought this deal or my last deal, um, I'm seeing prices increase in my market. But realistically, I'm still having about the same yield on my deals because I'm having, I'm paying one, you know, 1% less interest rate. Exactly. So. Yeah. Do the math. I mean, it's, it's very powerful. I mean, a, another student or another follower, Dion uh, did the same thing, right? He, his eyes opened up when he did the math. Oh my God, I can pay 50 grand more, but my cash flow is better. I'm like, yeah, interest rates, the big you know, cost of capital, I call it, is the biggest variable in, in the spreadsheet. And if that gets whacked in half, you're going to be okay. It's, it's, it's amazing uh, to think about. Uh, so congratulations. You basically spent 40. You have an asset worth 72. You pulled out. Uh, so you did a cash out refi, right? Or no, you didn't do Correct. it. You, is it called a cash out refi? You just basically it's, paid it's off your private lender. Yeah. I just, just paid off my private lender. Yeah. You just, you got rid of the 40 grand or the 35 grand or whatever it was. Yep. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's not a cash out, right? It's just rate, rate and term. Uh, you went from, you basically went from hard money at 12 or private money at 12 to bank money at three and eight. That's yep. just amazing. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's pretty awesome. And when it all came out to with all the little side things that I did, I actually profited $1,238 off of this. So <laughs> I have zero money of my own money in this deal. Oh, so what? So that'll break my spreadsheet actually, because that'll, that'll produce an infinity return. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's not a number for that. <laughs> yeah. That's just great deal. That's all you write there. Great deal. No money yeah. in the deal. Oh my God, make it $206 or whatever it was. Oh, that's pretty awesome. So uh, this has to give you confidence to keep going, right? Yeah, it definitely does. Um, and I, I mean, you've probably picked up and people have picked up that I do more than just real estate. Like I'm very yeah. in-depth in the cryptocurrency market. So I understand that market a lot more than most do. So I was able to confidently put money in a stable coin, which right. a lot of which, people don't realize that. Yeah, some people hear that there. and they're like, I don't know what that is, right? Do you want to tell them what yeah. a stable coin is? Um, so a stablecoin is is a cryptocurrency. There's multiple different stablecoins, some better than others as far as regulatory risk, but it's a coin tied to the dollar. So you move your dollar bill into these platforms into USDC, which is the most regulated stablecoin in the US. And um, it doesn't vary like cryptocurrency. It's tied to the dollar. You're not having that volatility. So these lending platforms will get you anywhere between nine to 12 and a half percent interest on your stable coin. Mm. And it's just your dollar that's sitting in the bank anyway, which you can move over here and earn that yield. Mm. That's pretty cool. So, Hey Paul, um, do you have a, do you have a platform or social media where people can look, find you and see what's going on? Yeah. So I also have a YouTube channel. Uh, it's called give yourself a race. Mm. I cover all of this on there. Um, I go through mainly different like ap applications to make money on your phone. Uh, and always to just start creating passive income sources. That's awesome. So, very cool. And uh, yeah, you can find me also on Instagram or Facebook under Rinks Rentals. Rinks Rentals. Okay. And yep. Yep. 
So that's very where cool. I do a lot of my work. I do a lot more real estate stuff on Rinks Rentals on my Instagram page. Very, very cool. Well, I'm curious. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you what's going on in the Cleveland market. Is is Are you seeing listings kind of uh, more listings come on the market or not yet? A little bit, but not. it's not too much of a difference. Like sometimes I'm seeing a half page more than I see every morning. I still check my market every single morning. Awesome. Um, and it's the prices aren't changing yet, though. I'm not seeing a decrease in prices. Oh, no, outside we're, of, we're months away from that. <laughs> yeah, out, outside of the extremely beat up houses that just can't sell because their foreclosure. Well, there is still a couple foreclosures, but there's some really, really bad shaped houses that you can pick up for 15 grand, but you're going to dump 50 grand into work into them. And it's not that it's not worth it. Yeah. The math doesn't work. That's, that's, you know, that's what people don't realize is you can go broke on cheap. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, I will bring up another thing though, with this sure. last house, I just finished up my refi on. I did a lot of my own work. Um, this was right at the beginning of COVID. There was nothing going on social wise. And um, well, housing was an essential service. So I was still able to do this and I have a handy background. So a lot of the work I was able to do myself, major repairs, I still outsource like my roof, plumbing, uh, carpet, uh, siding. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Very cool. And then I do, just so you know, I did see the shout out to one rental at a time and rich dad, poor dad behind you. So thank you. I yes. appreciate that. That was nice. <laughs> yeah. That's in the background of all my videos. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. I appreciate yep. that. Well, well, Paul, thank you very much for doing this. Happy Easter. Congratulations, man. An infinite return is pretty awesome. And uh, Thanks. yeah, I give, give, uh, give Paul a follow it. Give yourself a raise on YouTube. I think that is a wonderful title, man. Congratulations. Thanks. Have a great Easter. Yep. Take care.